Hello. You alright? Good evening. Yeah, I'm alright. How are you? Yeah, welcome back to the Game of Thrones. Uh, we're back for another week of just random chat. And like Joe said in previous weeks, we're just trying to sort of go with the flow. We're, just gonna, we're just going to shout and argue at each other. Yeah, just going to scream more, each other. Yeah. Yeah. Even more than last Throw week. a few punches. Even mm-hmm. more. Yeah, exactly. So we've got a few stuff or bits to talk about this week. Uh, it should be a bit interesting. I've got a quiz uh, near the end, so we'll see how that goes. Got some ballers on there. Uh, so yeah, we, me and Matt last week did a bit of business, didn't we? We did indeed. We uh, we did an interview with David Amoyal, the uh, Calcio and Rock and Roll editor, uh, and he's an English host at the Calcio Land podcast. Uh, it was a really interesting chat about sort of the Serie A and the state of racism and stuff like that, so we'll so, put it in now. Yeah, have fun. Uh, could you just give us a, que- a quick uh, intro about yourself? So, my name is David Amoyal. I am the host of the Council Land podcast, which I've done for two years. I've been running uh, the English page on the Marcia site for six years now, and I've been writing for ESPN, The Athletic, and various sites for about four years now. Okay, lovely. Um, I'm writing an article on uh, racism in uh, football okay. in the modern day and I was just wondering like what's your experiences with uh, racism in the Serie A obviously uh, the Lukaku incident and stuff like that uh, how have you found it and how is the league trying to deal with it so uh, you know this has been an issue in uh, stadiums in Italy for a long time I grew up in Italy and the mid-80s since then that has always been uh, present in Italian stadiums Um, you know I I think it's really a reflection more of a societal problem than really what's happening in stadiums Uh, I think Sadia really isn't taking the problem they really don't see it much as a problem but I think what we're seeing is that the big clubs who have aspirations to be international brands are taking action on their own so we saw Roma who are very you know socially conscious in general are banning fans uh, straight out on their own Juve in a lot of ways have been trying to get rid of all organized fan bases in their stadiums and we're seeing even Milan and to a lesser extent Inter trying to raise awareness on the issue. So I think we are seeing the clubs that want to have an international brand taking matters in their own hands, but the smaller clubs, so the Cagliari, which were involved with Lukaku and Verona, clubs like that, who really rely more on the local supporters for their revenues, uh, don't really take it as a problem because unfortunately a lot of the people that engage in those behaviors are their main sources of revenue. Um, and so that's obviously a very uh, interesting topic about the racism, especially in Italy, because it's been such a big thing in the uh, English Premier League recently over the last 18 yeah. months. And the developments there have been, uh, it's quite shocking how bad the racism really has been in this country, especially. So uh, we, the English media does pick up about the sort of Serie A and some of these incidents, especially Lukaku, since he's obviously a former Manchester United forward. Yeah. Um, my issue, and my, well, my essay is on... Um, how football is being influenced by uh, lots of uh, branded betting uh, and it's being directed towards lots of younger people. Do you find this uh, apparent in the Syria? Uh, uh, Probably not as much as the Premier League. I mean, there is betting. I mean, if you ever watch a Serie A game, you know, they have the advertised banners on the pitch and they have live odds on some of them and you can literally see the odds changing during the game God. but yeah but i gotta be honest i and i don't i'm not as familiar with the premier league as i am said yeah but i do get the vibe just by what i read on twitter that there's maybe more marketing for that in the premier league than in italy but yeah i mean it's happening there as well oh thank you very much um well i've obviously listened to your podcast uh, a fair bit and we can tell you're obviously a big uh, Fabian Ruiz uh, fan. What what is it about him yeah. that uh, you know sort of makes him stand out? Well, uh, he's really a modern, complete midfielder. I mean, he definitely has uh, the great uh, passing ability that we've associated with a lot of Spanish midfielders that came before him. 
Yeah. He's uh, very tactically intelligent. Uh, I think Napoli have a great track record when it comes to finding midfielders. I mean, they've had a lot of really good ones in recent years. I mean, we have Jorginho now doing very well at Chelsea. They've had Alan, who's been great for a while, and Fabian Ruiz is really just the latest addition usually when napoli invests a decent amount or anything over 20 million they very rarely make a mistake and here i think they hit a home run they got him for around 35 million i think they'll hold on to him at least through next season but after that i mean he could easily be a hundred million player uh i could see him on a team like man city he would uh fit right in so i know he's definitely a great player for sure yeah, he looks very, very uh, fascinating. And in your recent podcast, you sort of mentioned about what Serie A players would uh, sell for like around, well, around 100 million. Yeah. And in that list, you had um, Skriniar, Koulibaly, and you mentioned the um, Inter Milan forward, Martinez. Yeah. Um, especially in this country, you know, he's a little bit under the radar and you sort of see Lukaku up front with him and they make quite a pair. Is it a bit of a throwback to have like a great front two, especially in Syria? Yeah, no, that's a great shout. Just to be honest, we don't see that many teams play with two natural strikers. We usually see the more classic number nine with some players flanking him. And yeah. Conte is resurrecting the two striker thing. And yeah, I mean, they really are a perfect combination. Obviously, Lukaku... Is a physical specimen. Lautaro is a very complete striker, not someone who just waits in the box. Uh, so they've been great together. And I think Lautaro Martinez was pretty good his first season in Serie A. He yeah. was great in the Copa America with Argentina. And I think uh, that really boosted his confidence. So uh, I think Inter really hit a home run with him. I think they'll be able to hold on to him for the foreseeable future. But I'm not surprised that... Barcelona and Messi, who played well with him in the Copa America, have set their sights on him. Definitely a player to watch, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hi, David. I'm, I'm a massive Arsenal fan, and uh, a midfielder I'm really fond of is uh, Lucas Torreira. Uh, yeah. he, he came from Sampdoria, and they're 20th now. I was just wondering, from someone who studies the league so much, do you remember much of his time at Sampdoria, and how do you rate him as a player? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Torreira was very, very good at Sampdoria. To be honest, one of the reasons Milan hired Giampaolo as his manager there is he had done really great work developing multiple young players. We mentioned Skriniar earlier, Torreira, and they were hoping to do the same at Milan. That didn't work out, but at Sampdoria, he really made Torreira into an excellent player my only reservation was would he be able to handle the physical load of the premier league but he has although what he lacks in size he makes up with grit so i'm a huge fan and i i think arsenal did really well with that signing thank you thank you um and as we you know slowly edge towards the january transfer window myself being a manchester united fan <laughs> um mario Mandzukic is the is the link name uh do you, do, you, do you see this going through in January? I, I think there's a pretty good chance. I mean, uh, Man United uh, definitely tried to sign him right at the end of the transfer window. Yeah. I think Mandzukic didn't want to be rushed into a transfer, but now he's off a uh, Juve's Champions League list. He's essentially frozen out. I think the fact that Higuain has had such a revival. Yeah, he's looked good, hasn't pretty he? Pretty much. He's been great. He has uh, ended uh, Mandzukic's time at Juve, so I definitely think he'll leave in January. He has been linked to Man United before. I think he'd fit in well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he is... A physical striker. I mean, let's remember that this time last year, Mandzukic was coming off being the starting striker in the World Cup final for Croatia and was a starter at Juve this time last year were considered amongst the favorites for the Champions League. It it just, he isn't a good fit for Sarri. He's just not a Sarri-type striker. But I think Man United could definitely get a a year and a half, a decent year out of him. I mean, he brings a lot of value, not just uh, scoring goals. And uh, when I look at all the young players that Man United has up front, he seems like a good uh, fit to kind of balance it out a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, speaking of sort of going back to uh, Italy, the actual league, um, how do you see the uh, Champions League uh, spots shaping up? 
<laughs> well, I think there's a pretty good chance that the four teams that are that went to the Champions League this season are going to repeat. Yeah. Uh, Juve, Inter, and Napoli, to me, look like clearly the three best teams in Serie A. And I expected a regression from Atalanta, but at least in Serie A, they've been even better than last season. I know in the Champions League, it's been very rough for them, which was kind of to be expected. But uh, I, uh, I definitely think they're a very intriguing team, unless they have a devastating injury. I think they are favorites there. Uh, there was some hope that Milan could come back. I don't think they're anywhere near ready. We've seen Lazio, who I was big on. They're pretty inconsistent. Yeah, uh, Fiorentina might be in the mix, but I think Atalanta looks uh, like the favorite for that last spot. Yeah, because I know um, I'm trying to their forwards' name. Uh, Zapata's injured, isn't he, at the moment? Yeah, yeah, he's injured. He'll be out till November. Yeah, it's a tough loss, but at least they have a pretty good backup in Luis Muriel. But yeah, Zapata has been absolutely incredible for him. Now that's a striker that I think in the Premier League would be absolutely amazing. Um, and another player I'm personally quite high on is uh, Stefano Sensi from Inter Milan in central yeah. midfield. I think that uh, I've been sort of just sort of like look, uh, trying to highlight him, and especially as you mentioned, Martinez is one to watch. I think Sensi's in the same boat. I feel. Yeah, I think uh, he's injured right now. He'll be out for a few weeks, but uh, I think you can make a case with Ribery was the best new addition for any team. In Serie A, he yeah. was good at Sassuolo. I certainly didn't expect him to be this great for Inter. Uh, in the preseason, he got a lot of hype for how he was playing. Got off to a great start to the season. You look at that match, uh, Inter-Juve, the minute he came out with the injury, that's when Juve completely took over the match. So that, to me, is the best case that uh, you can say how good he is, is how much the game changed once he came out. Oh, well, thank you very much. And just a final question. Do you see a Serie A or Calcio A side getting to the final of the Champions League this season? I think Juve has a pretty... They're the only one that has a chance. I think Napoli, unfortunately, they're too inconsistent. Uh, that performance they had against Liverpool, they just don't seem to be able to consistently do that. But I think Juve has a good chance... Um, I think Sarri's style of play works a lot better in the Champions League. If you yeah. look in recent years, it's the teams that play more offensively that uh, tend to do well. Uh, Juve is going to get back Chiellini in the second half of the season. I think by then, the Ligt, who's been you know shaky at times, but I don't think nearly as bad as it's been portrayed. Between him and Chiellini, they're going to have an amazing defense. And uh, the midfield, Pjanic, who I'm usually not a big fan of, has been sensational under Sarri. So I think Juve has a good chance. I mean, I don't... Real Madrid doesn't look like as no, strong as they have been. Enough. Barcelona aren't that strong. I mean, obviously, Man City and Liverpool are really dangerous. But even Bayern isn't that dangerous PSG have struggled in the Premier League so I definitely think Juve is in the mix I mean I'd say they're right there with Liverpool and Man City but I would give probably Liverpool a slight edge although maybe they'll care more about the Premier League this season yeah it's an interesting one with Liverpool simply because it's been especially England it's such a hype thing that they want to win this Premier League yeah um and it's funny enough, last season, Man City were more focused about winning the Champions League and Liverpool more focused about the league and they ended yeah. up winning the opposite thing. But Absolutely. That, that's just the way yeah. it kind of goes. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time. I really, really do appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, guys, for having me. Real pleasure right. and good luck with the podcast. Take pleasure. care. Thank you, thank very, you very much. much. Take care of yourself. Bye. Talk soon. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> good. As always, Matt and Ed. On fire. On fire. Yeah. The hard carry is real. I'm sure me and Joe were doing lots of work at home while it yeah. was being recorded. Yeah, Not, um, yeah carrying us in the flitzer. We've got the flitzer yeah. in one arm. <laughs> right, so. No, but low key, Kev, if we don't win the flitzer, I'd be very angry. Low key. <sighs> Petrol bomb in your house, Kev. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Molotov cocktail. I'll be playing Call of Duty, Molotov. Yeah. Right, we'll talk about that later because that is a topic. But first off, we've got a big topic to talk about. And it's like. I know I've jinxed it and been like, oh, we're not just going to talk about Man United and Arsenal, but this is not just Arsenal. This is now big... we've, we've linked it in with something yeah. else, so it's not just Arsenal. This is a big, big old thing. So last week, well, what was it? A few days ago, Arsenal played Palace, and uh, Captain Capitano Xhaka, unbelievable, we're getting subbed off. You know, two-two, shocking as it is. We all know that. He gets subbed off, and he's walking, and the fans are like, "Why are you walking with two-two at home to Palace?" So the fans are like, 
getting his bat, jeering at him and whatnot. And he's still walking. And then he starts, like, turning the crowd the fuck off. And then it's, like, from that bit forward, you're like, okay. And then he starts doing the whole ear thing where it's like, I can't hear you to the crowd. And then they start. Apparently, he um, left the stadium before the game finished. Did he? Would you really be surprised? What do we think of his actions, firstly? Uh, Bad. Boot him. Horrific. The Arsenal fans should be proud of this. They're finally going to get Xhaka out of their club. (laughs) Yeah, but then you're like. I don't think we will. No. I think he'll play next year. Playing when you go. He won't play. It's support, it supports like disrespectful behaviour. So, do you think the fans? Well, no, it's not supports right. disrespectful behaviour. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it doesn't mean ha- he can do that. Oh uh, yes, yeah, so right, I understand that. Right, ha- he was ironically jeered. Okay, for come because they were subbing him off. Yeah, yeah I get that. Uh, but, but players get jeered all the time. This isn't. They this didn't isn't boo. The player. This is they Xhaka. Xhaka's a different case. They didn't boo no, until he trudged off at like two miles an hour when they're drawing he the pelt, game. He pelted his. He just. Tossed away the captain's arm. Yes, arm well, I, mean, I agree. Yeah. What he did was wrong. Like how but many Xhaka players is, died does get it. all the abuse from every and single Arsenal fan? He deserves yeah, most it, of it. I mean, he get. It's quite rightly he gets stick for being shit. Yeah, because yeah, he's rubbish. Like, what's he done for Arsenal? Yeah. I don't like Arsenal TV, but Troop said it best. He's done. Um, he's cre- done the most mistakes. Yeah, or been uh, yes. for the most mistakes. Oh yeah, I agree. he's like, captain because people in the Arsenal dressing room like him as a friend. Yeah, it's frustration in the Arsenal fans coming out onto the wrong, like. It's not fair. It's abuse coming out onto him because that's not fair for anyone. But, but in the game, it wasn't abuse. They just jeered him. No, that instance wasn't. It was from before when the yeah. people were like targeting his family and stuff like that. I'll get that side of it. But as the captain, you've got a responsibility to not react to that because you're the club captain. You can't captain yeah, the club again. Yeah, you can't. You can't. And like, you might get terrorist starting now. It's, it's just a like, oh, bloody hope so. It's like, you look at all the top four. If you're going to be a top four team, each position in your starting 11 has to do something for your team. Like, you look at even Le- Leicester squad, Telemans, Madison. You know what they do for, for Leicester. Like, Telemans keeps the ball, moves it about, Madison's creative, like, all that. Indeed, he stops it. What does Xhaka do? You know he's not even apologised yet. No, yeah. and it, they, they, they've will. met on the phone, apparently, and he said he's not going to apologise. And apparently, there's going to be a dressing room revolt if he straps in the captaincy. So... So it's all going well. But if Emery plays Xhaka, then he's putting his nail in his coffin because Xhaka's going to get booed and Arsenal fans will have lost the plot. Emery is using Xhaka as a scapegoat, I think. He's escaping so much criticism with Xhaka. Is your next game at home? Yeah, Wolves. I mean, we got Liverpool at Anfield in the week. We'll lose that. Well, he wouldn't play that. Yeah, he wouldn't play that anyway. So that's sort of a... And we'll get spanked, so it's a nothing game. I think Liverpool are going to rest those players as well, to be fair. Well, yeah. Jack should be on the bench now. I mean, maybe eventually you can bring him back into the team, but he can't be captain, surely. It's shocking. He should be captain in the first place. Who's vice? Huh? Who's vice? Well, we have like Rare five. Goal. He gave it to a Bamiang on the pitch. Okay. But he threw it. Your own one now, was it? I was another. Thing. I'd give it. So- you'd give it Hector, wouldn't you? I'd give it Bellerin. Do you see his tweet? Amazing. Yeah, Not yeah, in a funny yeah. way. Can Socrates speak English? I just think Bellerin. Yeah, like, he, like, he did the interview. Brexit already. backward, back again. Bellerin's not the best player, and he's not like the best. I don't know, leader, maybe on the pitch, but as like the values of the club, he's come through the years. It sums up Arsenal's problems. They've got absolutely no Yeah, but no is Bellerin even good leader. enough? Honestly. Huh? I, I know it's Bellerin had a good bit of form before he got injured, but is he even good enough? I don't think what, you're... Right um, yeah. yeah. I well, don't think for you're... For Arsenal, for a top six side, is he even good enough? He can't cross. No, no, he can't cross. But I don't think your captain has to be your best player at the club. Yeah, but I'm saying that they shouldn't be... It's not like ideal, they, but... They could be, shouldn't be replaceable, if you know what I mean. I wouldn't they have anyone else's captain. I don't think any of them I'd give it Sock. But then he'll, he, I'd, wouldn't he's just a liability. I wouldn't have him in my team next he's not, year. Yeah, he's not trustworthy. Yeah. He gets, it's, it's he's weird. too hot-headed. Leno? Maybe, cool, calm, but like... Oba. He's only been there. You've got no obvious That's what I mean. That's why I'd give it... I don't think Captain's that big a deal. I'd give it Lacazette. Do you see, you see him when he gets subbed off sometimes? He's like jeering up the players. Oh, he gets he's subbed like, off, so yeah. it's right. Yeah. But it's yeah, like, I just trust Hector. Hecky. And the fans love Bellerin, though. I don't know why. Like, do you remember like two years ago we were slating him every game yeah, I'm, still, I'm still not particularly sure on him he's got a I think he, he was rubbish before he got injured but at the start of his Arsenal career he was amazing but then I think he's been so it's now he's been worse for longer than he's been better yeah definitely but like, like, if he gets back to that good level then fair play but yeah. I, just, oh yeah, I don't know it's injury so, what, so tomorrow him. you'd go Hector captain yeah yeah and then um, he probably would be because he'll be the only main um, players I'd give it well tomorrow doesn't really count it's more Sunday it's more Sunday Sunday, okay, I'd, Sunday I'd give it Move so- I'd give it stock or Lacazette. Okay. Yeah. I like the idea that your captain plays... Well, I mean, I don't think <coughs> captain's that important a role anymore anyway, but I like the idea of a captain being either keeper, centre-back or centre-mid. Why is it Just because can see most of the game. Uh, yeah. yeah, but captains nowadays don't like... Captain's pretty pointless nowadays. In what, you think way. it's just like for show? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, what is. does a captain... 
yeah, I can't think of anything. Cap- it's not like the days of when you had Gerard and Terry. And, and it's different. It's like Sunday Ferdinand. league. Your captain's usually like the absolute top player or something. Yeah. And it's like cap- the, in the Premier it's League, just for everyone's sure. amazing. So. It's normally the player who's been at the club the longest, yeah. really. That's what I'd give it a heck Woo, Ashley Young. Hell yeah. Exactly. Ashley Young. It's like, like captain, no one, you don't need, like on the pitch now, you have leaders in every part of the pitch. Like who, Well, you should do. Yeah, but you you, I mean, do. you have play, <laughs> all the players on the pitch talk. It don't matter. Anyone can go up to the referee nowadays, really. Yeah. Well, apparently, the uh, Ornstein wrote a really good article. On um, the Athletic, yeah, yeah, I read it. it was the Athletic's brilliant, by the way. Um, Everyone should. Yeah, that's It's class. worth getting. And apparently, the ball would back Emery until the end of the season. They're not going to make a knee-jerk reaction. reaction. Yeah, but I don't even think... Is it well, knee-jerk? He also said they want, an in, they want an improved set of results, apparently. Yeah, but like, is it knee-jerk after all this time? We've been shocking for how long? He well, has to drop Jack We've been shocking, now. but we've, we're fifth. We've, we came at, what, fifth or sixth yeah. last year? And... It'll be when it's not economic Which was close. Divide, like, we should have yes, we bottled it. And it but, but then close. Arsenal are somehow fifth still. But they're yeah. miles. Like, they could... If the if how kind of lucky, in a way, they've been in a few games, they'd be where Tottenham are now. Yeah. Comfortably. It's just, I mean, the top four now, I think, will be the top four. Our home form has been... Chelsea look unbelievable. I'm a bit worried about We've Chelsea. Been Us at home has been shocking. Against Burnley, a bang man scored a worldie that got us through. Yeah. Tottenham, Guendouzi, amazing. Pulled it back to two all. Aston Villa, that's like a whole team. I think if you keep Emery, I wouldn't be surprised if Tottenham still came above us. We still haven't played well in one half of of the season at all. We haven't played good football in one half. Like even the Tottenham game, we weren't playing well. We were shocking in that first half against Spurs. I would go if going off how Arsenal are playing them, although Arsenal should come at least fit. Well, they should be in the top four, really. I think if they keep Emery, they'll come sixth or seventh. Yeah, I think I'd still back Tottenham to go on a run of form that will someone, pick them up. Someone did a good tweet about it. It was like, why wait? And it's going to be toxic until the end of the season if you keep Emery. Why wait until it's already too late? He buys himself time if he drops Xhaka, I think. Uh, I agree. If he plays too well, he'll get better results as well. So that uh, buys him time. Will he get, fu- will he get, how much funds will he get in summer, in January, sorry? What, Emery? Um, yeah, I don't think nothing. much. I think they'll have it. Which is why another reason... Unless I'm they sell Xhaka, you could get 30. Yeah, but transfer plans might be separate yeah. to Emery, I'd say. Because Raul Sanelli is doing all of that now. And if they want to get like Upamecano, but then if I was that, asked regardless of Emery. If you think you're going to bin Emery off at the end of the year... Why spend any money in January? Surely you wait till the summer and yeah. let a new manager. Well, unless they do, do it out. Ed, Ed, I, yeah, I'd say Raul Sanelli's going to outlive Emery, so they'll trust his transfer dealings for whatever manager comes in. Because, like, a centre back like Pamacano is going to be good. But January's him. a horrible market nowadays, anyway. Yeah. I don't think we'll sign anyone decent. I think that. you're not going to have to dip into the market in January. It's going to be well fun. I just don't think you'll get anyone class. I've seen Ericsson no go. No one's going to want to sell. But United will have to overpay. Well, everyone knows this. Oh, 9 0 as well. We've got oh, to talk well, about no, that. We have the biggest away win in Premier League history. Joint they're unbelievable ever. I'm telling you that I know Savant's had 10 men but how many times nowadays do you see with 10 men teams struggle to break down 10 men yeah, yeah. Leicester tore them to fuck absolute peace <laughs> the best thing is the they're ni- so good the I n- love watching Leicester the ninth goal Jamie Vardy scored it shushed the crowd shushed yeah. about six people in the crowd I love, yeah, six people I love the relentless how relentless it shushed it them like 2-0 as well it was it beautiful was, it was just well, yeah because they were doing the um Rebecca Vardy chant where they're like you're like your wife's a snake and then he like cups his ear Brendan Rodgers Brendan Rodgers football is the most like I'd exciting to watch they absolutely tear teams to pieces like if they see an opportunity they will take like that Liverpool up. team that Liverpool team with Suarez that, that team just blew teams away I want that Arsenal it's funny unless they're like ridiculously close to the top two I know Liverpool end up winning at the weekend but if Liverpool are draw- yeah they are because you wouldn't say you know, Emery's an attacking manager would you no he's quite defensive well, no, he's not defending. I think right now, boring. If Leicester can get themselves a gap of six to eight points at Christmas, they'll be f- completely fine top yeah. four. As long as they avoid injuries, I think that's the same with most teams. Like but if it, Chelsea lost Abraham, they'd be in trouble. It's just like all the top six, even yeah, top six teams. Like you look at each position, they offer something. You know what they offer with yeah. Xhaka. You just don't know what he offers. Yeah. Like no. what does Xhaka do in a game? Even defend. looking further down, he doesn't looking... go forward and score goals. He oh, you know, at a seventh, we made it to the top half, boys. Yeah. Yes. Who have you got next? Uh, we have Bournemouth. Watford away. got Chelsea at home. Uh, that screams Watford's first win. And also, Emery's the one picking no, Jack. Sam, you can't week. keep saying it screams Watford's first win of the I'm season. We've said it every week. I, I think Flores will get sacked him in two weeks. Hey, three draws on the bounce. If we've we... drawn five. We're actually not doing that bad. It's just we can't score at home. Right, <laughs> I'll make a bold claim. If we lose the next three games, Emery will get sacked. Who have you got next in the league? Is that even that Wolves at home. Wolves aren't doing that great. Yeah, but they turn up in the big games. Yeah, exactly. Who have you got after Wolves? Or if we don't win a game in the next three, I reckon. I smell there. City incoming, so. So you got Wolves at home. Should win. Leicester away. Ah, you're a big L. And then Southampton at home. If you get like. If you don't Honestly, get four points. 
I don't think we're going to get... Yeah. We're not going to beat Leicester. We're not going to You're going to lose at Leicester. Leicester. I'm sorry. You're going to get... Lo- you're going I mean, to we'll, lose. we'll stick it on 5.30. Lovely. Mm. What day is Oh, what for Chelsea 5.30 Saturday. Woo! That team is just... That Leicester team is just oh, so yeah, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. It uh, screams Andre Gray off the bench. Slam, mate. Look at this one as well. Look at this beauty. Yeah, then Southampton, mate. Mm. Okay, all right. So Watford can make a charge. You're in it. No, first. don't say that because we. Well, I said that <laughs> before Sheffield United at home and Bournemouth at home. We drew both nil nil. I think we should just sack Flores and go with an attacking coach and gamble. Right. Which attacking coach though? Can you need Lee Johnson, Bristol City. Go for it. Why Speak, not? Speaking of coaches, why not just? Why? Well, we're going to go down probably. It sounds harsh, not you know, Emery, because we're going from this little bout to the worst managers ever. Yeah. <laughs> See, every, every are we saying worst managers ever or, or just managers, managers who are nowhere near as good managers, for the club they were at? Nah, managers just, we think are just shocking. Just disaster. Just who we think it Or like awful. their time at a club was disaster. John Carver, Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, that was horrific. I'm going to I'm gonna put Roy Hodgson England. as England Hodgson. manager. Horrific. I, I think we first thought as this, an England manager. When this first came to the topic, I thought of the Phil Jewell... Uh, what was it? Paul Jewell. Paul Jewell. Where is that? Paul Where was that? Derby. 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 I don't know. Derby's harsh. Is it? That Derby team was just not to win a game. Come on. They did win a game. <laughs> they didn't. Not in the league. Yeah, they did. Billy Davis, but then he got sacked. Well, no, I meant yeah, that's Paul Jewell. Paul Jewell, yeah, the manager. He took over when they were like virtually relegated already. 20, yeah, I mean, yeah, twenty-four. I know, but to be fair, they had yeah, no money. Shocking. Did you see their team? I look at the team. They had Roy Carroll in goal. Uh, Robbie Savage. They came eighteenth next season. That's mad. Yeah. Yeah, when you said about the Huddersfield before, on the before, I think Frank De Boer, his time at Palace was a joke. That four, you've only had four games. That was a bit harsh as well. Yeah, yeah but that, that, was, just like, that is a meme. How bad that was. Four games coming into a new club. He was Sammy supposed Lee to like Bolton. take them over, and, re- and then you get sacked after. Um, um, being a manager is fun. You get who, sacked, oh, you get paid. Who was the old baldy at uh, Blackburn? Steve, Steve Bold. Nah. No, oh, oh Keane, what's his, what's his name? Steve Keane, was yeah. it Steve Keane? That's, he was got, that's got to be one of the worst because he was there for a couple of years, wasn't he? Yeah, but it's because like they somehow stayed. Oh, Terry Connor, Wolves, absolute ledge. He was bad. all right. I mean, that's, that's harsh. He's actually a good manager. He manages <laughs> rubbish teams. Me and McCarthy's yeah. actually a good manager. Slavici Kanovic is a good manager. These some of these are harsh because it's like little spells where they've just not. Are we just doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy Lee was a terrible manager. Anyone? Anyone remember any really bad managers in the Premier League? Well, even in other leagues, we're trying to think. I mean, Steve I, McLaren, second spell at like, Newcastle, that was bad. There's been a, there's been a few rubbish care Alan, Alan Shearer. Alan, oh, yeah. Shearer. Juan yeah. I mean, de Ramos. Rude Hullick. Juan de Ramos. Chelsea. Oh, Villas Boas. <laughs> no, he did okay. Hullick. No, no, he didn't. Tottenham were fifth. No, I'm talking about Chelsea. Yeah, but their team weren't like. Still, they. They weren't that bad. Like, what year did AVB. What year was AVB at Chelsea? The year before he we went to Tottenham. He's still 42. Is he only 42? He does like racing now. Such a good doesn't he? Bloke. He's yeah. going to racing. He's so fit. What? <laughs> you heard him. Again. He didn't do horrifically bad at Chelsea, did he? What's that one that really scored? Da, 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 da. So he joined in 2011. I was just there a season. Oh, yeah, they didn't finish top four. And then Di Matteo came over, didn't they? Oh, that's the year they won. All right, Di Matteo. He was bad. It, was he sacked too early at Chelsea? No, because he's terrible. He won the Champions League. He won, yeah, but that was, it was like that kick-up factor, weren't it? That was just like one of them things. It was like written in the stars wow. almost in the end, weren't it? I mean, it was. Like, Messi missed a penalty, I remember. It's the same thing with you. Solskjaer getting the job full-time at United. It turns yeah. out Solskjaer's not that good a manager. Solskjaer at Cardiff. That was Paul. Oh, yeah, that's actually well up there. Cardiff were out of the relegation zone when he took over. Yep, that was terrible. I, um, I don't know who else. Actually, I think Di Matteo and Solskjaer's a good comparison. Yeah. Oh, Mike feeling at Hull. <laughs> Mike finished not good. Absolute hero. That was bad. Just um, just, uh, there's just a lot of bad managers. West Brom have had a few. All right. Are we going to talk about the Jurgen Klopp fin- making Dortmund finish like horrific? I know bad seasons happen to no, good managers. No, I thought Jurgen Klopp a terrible manager. No. What? You know his season with Dortmund where they were like awful. You know they yeah. still finished like seventh. I mean, it's the Bundesliga. Yeah. And? Dortmund, Klopp. Let me Google this. We finished like fifth last. Because you'd agree that... Um, Ferguson's had poor years so is Wenger so yeah it doesn't make him a bad manager no I didn't say that that's what you said Matt I said good managers can have bad seasons (sighs) yeah so what's your your point Klopp had a really crap year yeah yeah they gradually had sound jealousy you haven't got Klopp as your manager I would take Klopp look they still finished sixth Mate, they were like 18. Oh, yeah, I know, I like, yeah, but Chelsea were 18th at one point, weren't they? And then Gusini. Well, not in January. Yeah, they were, weren't they? I think I mean, Chelsea they, were, they were like 12 or something. Another law. 
mate. I'll check it. I'll happily check it. I'm sure Chelsea were like 16. We, we like still predicting Liverpool going to win the league, yeah? No. Uh, depends on injuries. I think right? they will. No. I, won't even do it. I think if Le- City can get to Christmas within seven points, I'll that Tottenham game just convinced me. It's like Don't, you f- people forget Liverpool have got in December uh, off to like wherever they're going for the Cup World Cup. They're gonna have so many games to catch up on. Fifteenth. Oh god, that's gonna really expose me. Aha, thirteenth. Go down. Okay, twelve. Then they somehow recovered, didn't they? And they're still fifteenth for one point that season. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. They had twelve losses that season. Regardless. Oh, AD Boothroyd at Watford. I oh, weren't great. Is he still the under 21? Yeah. Yeah, just about. How? How was he in that job? Because they, they, they did win a trophy, didn't they? At some point. Yeah, but then didn't they get bad in the recent World yeah, Cup? That's one, like, this is short termism. Everyone's like, one bad tournament. Oh, fuck. He's got yeah, but he is a Can crap you just manager. say you should sack your new manager already? Yeah, because he doesn't suit <laughs> where we are. Not because of our results, because we shouldn't. When you're in the relegation zone, you don't want a manager who's just playing for nil nils. We shouldn't have got him back in the first place. Yeah, that's weird. I we need know. goals. Like, we might as well. We're probably going to go down, so why not get a championship manager now? With a bit of luck, somehow we might stay up. Just two hours. If we don't stay up, we're set next year. Oh god. Cloop. Cloop. Lee Johnson, Bristol City, Watford. Yeah. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Who do you know who are like the favourites for the job? Is it actually him? Probably. We went nearly got him last time, apparently before Flores, but he didn't want to. He was wanted to see how it went with Bristol City, but who, they're bottling it again. Who so. would you want to replace Emery, Joe? Yeah, no, no idea. Surely no Rogers. idea. Rogers. Yeah, Rogers, but he won't go. What? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Know. I'd want Rodgers or then Ten Hag, the Ajax manager. Okay. I just don't know. I just don't know. He's amazing. I just want some, some of the tats. Vengerball. I miss Vengerball. No, get Venger back to the end oh, of the season. Speaking of the good old days, oh, got, Joe's got a cracking debate here. Of like player not, be player. Uh, right, we got so, but this has got to be their primes. Fernando Torres at Liverpool, obviously. Yeah. And RVP at Arsenal. In his prime. Well, I mean, I'm going to make the case for Torres, 100 and. Uh, which RV? Because RVP, final season Arsenal, first season United, that two year spell was. That's unreal. it. Yeah, but then no, Torres no, had I wouldn't say years. RVP's United season was his best season. What? He carried, he carried him to the title. Mate, he did. How many times did he come from As a striker, that 2010 11 for Arsenal, oh, he yeah, was dirt. unplayable. I'd, surely, though, at their highest level, Torres was a better striker than Van Persie. Alright, so let's quickly go round. Here we go for. So, Torres. Uh, I don't know. I need I'm in between so a little bit. At their absolute peak. I'm gonna need you two to argue about it so I can make my make my choice. Okay, well I'll give you the I'll give you Torres. Right, you give us I'll give us Torres. Stats up. Yeah, okay, I'll bring it comes score. to Liverpool extremely young. How, how, how literally how? right on no, but as soon as he got to Liverpool, he was unbelievable for what was it, three, four years before the injuries kicked in? Uh yes. The goals he scored, him and Gerard almost carried a pretty average Liverpool team to the title. I'm playing RVP. But then could you not say RVP carried a yeah, he did. Don't get me wrong. But at his absolute best, actually, Torres was actually, arguably the best striker in the world. I would never say Van Persie was the best striker in the world at any point. But he was only that for like a year or two. I'd so say Van, Torres' Van prime was never. was never as long as... I mean, I, I Torres just, had a prime of like four years. I mean, Torres, RVP, nah, RVP's Torres prime lasted two years. And then we got to take an RVP had two Chelsea. good seasons. Torres, at Torres at what scored in a, RVP in a two good major championship final and won them the yeah. uh, Euros. When it was, Euros he won, won yeah, won the Euros with an unbelievable goal. Yeah, but like... So? The goals he scored oh, for Liverpool. However, Van Persie's also been very good in major competitions. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I think RVP had two good goal-scoring years. Get up, Van Persie's. Wait, can I have a look at Torres? Is this Torres? So I mean, it's Liverpool. Forget I, the Chelsea. I, I, yeah. I think we're going to highlight 07 I, I don't think you can forget Chelsea. No, but we're talking prime. That's like saying, oh, you can't forget Van Persie's last year at United where he I played like two to, games. He went to AC Milan, didn't he? I mean, look at them stats from the last year at Atletico down. It's unbelievable. That, that season is unbelievable. And then 9 10 as well. And he had a lot of injuries. I mean, they both had a lot of injuries. If you had to take one in your team, I'd take Torres. Like, the pace. Well, pr- yeah. Pr- I'd right. take Van Persie. Like, right now, I'd still take Van Persie. <laughs> um, right, here like we go. Van Persie. Awesome. Here we go. We've got Van Persie's up. Right, so he, this is goals Jeez. per season. So, it's, them, it's 11, 12 and 12, 13. <laughs> and maybe 10, 11. It's funny because really they shouldn't even be his prime years. They were coming to yeah. well, maybe the first one. In the pre- I think in the Premier League, I don't look at look at Van Persie's stats in the Premier. There's two years, yeah, it's but the rest of them. It is two he, years. Went, he scored fifty six goals in two years. Yeah, they were amazing. Don't get me wrong. Them two seasons, unbelievable. But I would still rather have Torres, and he offers more. Yeah, but look at Chelsea Torres. He's yeah, but then that's like look at Van Persie Arsenal no, before then. Chelsea yeah, no, Torres he was, was young. He was young. Yeah, but and we're he talking was in prime. that team of Henri. Yeah, we're talking yeah, prime. That's like saying AC Milan Ronaldinho was shit. He wasn't. He was, but he wasn't his prime. He was still probably one of the best tens ever. I think. Well, 
Yeah, three years at Mobility, they were two, they were, they were two different yeah. builds, weren't they? Torres was very much getting behind Pace. while Van Persie, Van Persie had short little bursts, but he didn't yeah. have that. It depends know, where you speed. want in your striker. I just think Torres, I think Torres offered more in Van Persie shooting, Jesus Lord. I just think Torres was quicker. Yeah, at, he was. At his absolute yeah. pinnacle, like if both on their game, I'd rather have Torres. Right, so let's compare them as players. Who had the better shot in their prime? I say Van Persie. Van Persie. Oh, you said some of the goals Torres scored. Oh yeah, um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I say yeah. I say Van Persie had a better strike on him. Yeah. I'd say Torres was better in like stretching teams. Yeah, probably he was more creative. Think, uh, Torres, was was Torres offered more probably in build up, like creative wise. I don't know. Van Persie. Was I don't know. Van Persie. So, was I know. We, I know we're saying prime, but. I think you've got to look at longevity. No, but longevity is easy. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, I, no, that's but why is longevity? I, know, but I think you've got. He's had three years. Look at he hasn't had three years. What right. are you looking at with three years here? Of like well, thirty goals. Good years. Sorry, show me his good years before then. How many goals? Five goals in twenty six. Five in twenty four. Eleven in twenty two. How many thirty goal seasons did Torres? No, but he had four seasons of consistently above what? fifteen. And Van Persie's had three. So above twenty. Yeah, but he's got assists as well. Clues are the La Liga as well. One, two, three, four. Five. Are we including? I'll include the Liga. Against one, two, three, four, five. Oh, wow, that's pretty tight. And the last one's in Turkey. It's tight. Oh, no, don't get me wrong, but neither of them had great longevity at their absolute pinnacle. Very injured, injury yeah. prone. I think, yeah. and that's a real shame because Van Persie's ankles were always glass. Also, yeah. arguably, Torres's prime years were injuries. Like, his younger years were at his best. Like, if Torres had never got them hamstring injuries, he would have been unbelievable at Chelsea. I mean, Nemanja Vidic is probably one of the top at least top three centre-backs of all time. Him. And he Ooh. gave, Torres gave him nightmares. Ooh. It wasn't even What was fair. that? Pardon? What was that? What? Top three centre-backs of all time, Vidic. Oh, at the BPL. Oh, okay. okay. I was going to say. But, like, Vidic, well, you can't, un, you know, Vidic was unbelievable, but Torres was just his kryptonite. Depends yeah. what you want in your striker. I just think Torres 2007 to 10 was... We'll have to do a poll about it. I'd say Van Persie's easy to build a team, man. Because look at, he fitted in the United team. And he went and won would you though, with him. Would you not? Netherlands, most teams from a striker want someone with pace. Don't I don't know. know, but like, look at Chelsea, Torres. He went to Chelsea. And he, was that, his he was like, fucked him. He was shit. Yeah, but then you could just make excuses for Torres. Yeah, I thought pick. we were talking about prime. This is like saying, prime seasons. That's still, like saying Drogba was shitty. Second I'd still Chelsea. take that um, that Arsenal season where he scored like shit times. Because if he was in at a, a Premier League winning team in that season, he'd win it easily. What like when he won? Was it the Alex Song against Everton? Yeah, that season he was unreal. 11-12 yeah, he was unreal that year. Don't lie, Van Persie was amazing. I think that season I just is think, better than any season at Torres. All right, they yeah, could but then argue. It's long, then, but it's not just one off season. I could say Michu's one off season's better than Could Bruce. I argue Torres no. only benefited because he had Gerard there? If Van Persie had Gerard there, Van Persie had a school. But Van Persie had Fabregas and Nazri in that. Yeah, but that, Torres was in a worse was team. Ranked. Torres, that Liverpool team that nearly won the league was worse. They'd like Babble well, and Cow and all what that. What an Arsenal's like team around the same time. Then, uh, yeah, then well, the Arsenal seven. The, the, then the Arsenal <coughs> team that Van Persie had that season in, you still had all your like, you still had good I can't players. Even remember, we played for Liverpool that year. Oh, they were no, that was Liverpool were like they had that because they came second, but then the years after they were like sixth and seventh, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. Even with Torres scoring like um, twenty goals. What what is Torres's stats looking like when he had an injury season? How did he do? Well, okay, how how long have we been playing? Who's injured with, every year? See, how many, see how many games he played, can't you? And you can sort of. 2008 or 9, 24, 14. So that's a goal less than every other. Oh, 22, 18 goals in 22 it's games. Like the injury titles, yeah. unfortunately. Look at that. Like, that's the one that, that 9, 10 season, he only played 22 games, he got 18 goals. Yeah. So he missed 16 games through injury. And he's still I'll argue those few years, 7 to 10, he was he was good. But then other than that, his career's been average. Yeah, but I could say Van Persie had oh, three good don't, years. Oh, don't, don't chuck that word around. Not Van Persie had three good years. Else, three, Van Persie had three good years. But I don't think he I did. Think he did. I think he, he did. Look, look at the stats. Not right. goals though. He's got less goals than Torres. Like, <laughs> right, let, go before 2011, Van Persie. Hang on, did Van Persie yeah, got more goals than Torres? No, but I, I mean, uh, no, games. no, 20 plus goals this season. Sorry. Right. If you go before, if you're saying before, right, say that again. Say right, so Van Persie, let's go up to Van Persie's. So he's got three years there. He's got 10, 11, 18, 25, very good. 13, 38, 26 and 38. Before then, he's he's got five, yeah, five, eleven, flip, seven, eleven, nine. If you flip that around and say look at Torres after Liverpool, yeah, that's fine. Then that's, you're saying the same thing. That's yeah, but that's point. what I'm saying. So we can only take them three seasons from Van Persie. You can only take the four seasons from Torres. The rest of them, they were terrible. Did they he all play, got injured. Yeah, but Van Persie wasn't always a centre forward. That's true. He was a winger. 
He was left. He was a left winger. Yeah, but then look at his assists. He had nothing there. But it, like he got one, two, five, zero, six, zero, two, two. And oh six, oh seven. He played twenty two and got eleven as a left wing. And that's a team that had. Wait, like, no, no, those Fabregas. are appearances, not goals, not assists. No, no, no. Appearances here, Prem. Oh. Oh six, oh seven, twenty two appearances. Yeah, but then you could goals. say Torres got that's eighteen in twenty two in a team that had Ryan Babel and Dirk Cowell and Andre and Morin. Steven Gerrard. Yeah, so that's prime. two players. Yeah, but like. And you had Fabregas, Nasri. Yeah, Fabregas. Our team is I'm just going to quickly compare the international careers. Got to be Torres internationally. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know actually. RVP had 50 goals and 102. He played more games, didn't he? I don't think Torres played that. No, Torres had 110 games, 38 goals. But then obviously Van Persie was the vocal point for Holland, and Spain had David Villa. (laughs) I think his. Wow. Oh, David Villa. Wow. So good. I think it's very close, but I I would I think at their absolute their best like their peak peak peak. Uh, Torres team. offered more. Wait, was Van Persie ever a team? Van Persie scored a load of goals. Don't go, yeah, he must have been. I take the 2011-12 season of RVP. I take that 08 season Torres. He should have. He could have won the Ballon d'Or. It was unbelievable that season. What about you, Joe? What's your decision, RVP or Torres? Do you I mean, not just? Do you think I you're mean, slightly nah, biased? Uh, let me. I mean, you know, because <laughs> he went to United, I should hate. I've been arguing with Sam a lot, but I do agree with him. He's right. I think. I think that Ooh. that year, Tor- Torres is. Probably one of the best strikers since Henri in the prep. Yeah, it's them three in it. The first season, but then I, I, and the third season. I think Torres at his best is better. But I think Van Persie did it for longer. That's a fair point. I'll take that. Yeah, but it was the injuries that really killed. I Torres. just have nostalgia about that eleven twelve RVP. What do you think, Matt? Oh. Then so it's two one at the moment. As I may not have, it's, I think it's very like that season where he won us the league. It was oh that was unbelievable. Yeah, that was the ca- biggest carry job ever. Worst Premier League season ever. So boring, it was right? a yeah, bad Premier League season. We came from behind. Well, I don't know how left Arsenal. <laughs> it was a bad Premier League season. And see how Van Persie hits a ball. I don't know why, but it's just... Do you not think, though... Would you not so say good. both that, like, Torres was a better footballer at, on his... Um, like, at his absolute... No, I think he was quicker. I think Van Persie's technically... I, I mean, it's, they're it's both... It's a good bet. It's a good bet. Torres was just quicker. Tom, what do you think? Oh, wait, Tom's not here. Tom's not turned up. He's gone over. Part-time Harris. You haven't been very loud, Tom. Tom's gone for a cuddle. Right, Matt, you owe. <laughs> Pardon? Two all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went uh, RVP. Should we just put oh. it on a poll and let the list? Put it on a poll. Let let on a poll. We'll let the list. Torres or Robin Van Persie, who yeah. who in their prime was the best player? It's a good debate to have because they're both very equally matched, I think. Yeah, um, I agree. It is. Yeah, they're both unbelievable, to be fair. Sam, have you got your your section for the week, <laughs> which I forgot to tell you about? Blacker of the week. Yeah. Blacker. Oh, um, Blacker no. of the week now. Well, let's carry on and I'll draw right, the Blacker we'll of the Matt's, week. We'll do Matt's unpopular opinion first. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I'm I didn't know what that was then. All right. So what? Well, Matt, what's your unpopular opinion? I'm going to tell you the most underrated striker it's of... Better, it's better be unpopular. I'm going to come around there and slap uh, you. Okay. Un- most underrated striker in the last uh, seven, eight years. All right. Is he like top level? You're going to say Jamie Vardy. Can we guess who you're going to say? Yeah. All right. Ed, who do you think he's going to say? Vardy. Well, that would be... Uh, he is no. underrated. Um, what top most underrated most striker? underrated striker of the last um, like uh, no, how many years? Like eight years, nine years. Are we going Premier League? He has played in the Premier League. Well, we can do this best not be Rooney. No, we're gonna try and get him. I'll give you. I'll give. I'll, I'll give you fifteen seconds. Who's he playing for now? I'll cut, no, I'm not telling you that. And where is he playing now? I'm not telling you that. Not uh, most underrated striker in the last top eight five years. leagues. Top five leagues. Lukaku. No. Lewandowski. No. <laughs> the name is Edin Dzeko. Oh, that's he was unbelievably underused at Manchester City. Whenever he played, he scored. I understand Aguero was the focal point of that team. But whenever Eddie Dzeko played, he scored. Yeah, he's an absolute god. And he's gone to Roma. He's gone quietly about his business. Quite, maybe it's, be- maybe it's because he, go- he plays for, an, uh, you know, a... Uh, Don't he spit on someone? Probably. Allegedly, I'd lie. Allegedly, say allegedly. We can't get sued I'd find Dzeko boring. Yes, exactly. But he gets results. Dzeko scored... Yeah, I think he had that unbelievable season at, at one point. But I think he got an uh, unbelievable team of the season. It's in form, one yeah. year on paper. <laughs> Him and Mandzukic's team of the season. No, probably four I don't. I don't think he gets the praise that he maybe should have done. Considering, I know he plays like Bosnia and it's a very sort of... Yeah, he's a really Don't insult it. our Bosnian fans, Matt. There's oh. a lot of them out there. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Nikolai. <laughs> Nikolaj. But yeah, I, I've gone for Eddie Dzeko as my most unpop... as uh, my underrated player of like the last, like what, eight years. All right. Are we, what do we say about that? 
I just think, yeah. Do we all agree? I think he is underrated. I, I agree. He's underrated, yeah. I don't like him because I think he's boring striking. Oh, yeah. Coach, yeah. Like, I don't want to see like a... Do you remember when he played Spurs? He scored like four. Yeah, he's un- I think he's unbelievable. I'd have had him... I wanted him at Arsenal for years. But we, we just don't talk about him. No, because he's boring. Exactly. He's boring. Like, yeah. I think Edin Jack is I think he's underappreciated. I don't know if he's underrated. I think people do rate him as a really top striker. No, but he's, he's, he's a... You wouldn't say he's above Icardi. No. Uh, would you have him above I would Icardi? right now. No. I don't think he's even he's, he's, not on even those, he's not even in those conversations. He's more sort of seen as a city reject. When That's because he's getting on though, isn't it? People don't rate him as, with Arcadi because you're thinking into it. Would you buy Arcadi? But I mean, I was now. looking at like uh, strikers who were in the Serie A for a long time. Yeah, I mean, we don't it, talk it about Jacko how we should do. I don't think. No, I agree. He's underappreciated. I agree with that. And because he's not very flashy, he's very he's just, he literally just is an old fashioned number nine tall striker. But yeah, I've got Fred and Jacko. Jacko, who's give us your opinion? Is it uh, next week? It might be. He's not. He's not done one yet. Tom's yeah, done one. one. I think it's gone round. Who was it? Me first? Or was it you first? Um, yeah, it's you first. It's you. I'll go next then. Decent. All right. So Sam's All right. got an unpopular opinion of the week. Next week, uh, give us your thoughts if you Private think Fred and Jacko is underrated or underappreciated. Just give us your thoughts. I, I mean, know. I was going to go Miriam Pjanic. I don't know how unpopular that is, Matt. I think. I think it's a you very challenge. No, I'm not going to challenge. No. Okay then, would you well would you say that Edin Jacko is rated as highly as he should be? Right in my in my eyes, he's, yeah. If he is, I think it's quite. I've got a good. I got a uh, nice quiz. I got. I'll do my blacker yeah, of the week. Oh, you doing your black? Have you got it? All right. Yeah, we got oh, it. so should we so, so talk, should like, we talk about last week's? Black yeah, yeah. One off again. Oh my days. What we, happened? Sam? We, we've calmed um, down at the moment, Sam. What went wrong? Ten pound then. No, we had three bets. Oh no, one. The midweek one was the midweek one was yeah the weekend one. Sorry, was just for fun in it, like because the actual. <laughs> yep, sorry, Rob. Ignore midweek that. Midweek <laughs> one was one off. It was QPR drew at home, having won twice, and Preston came from two 0 down at home and won. It was so sad. So we're changing tactics. Maybe five too many. We're gonna go with four teams instead. Oh, interesting. But we're gonna increase the stake oh, from five to ten. Oh, oh, my God. oh here we go. I'm so sorry, Rob. But Rob, you can, like <laughs> anyone can do five. You gamble where you want to do. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to back it. No, 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 no. You can put if you, basically it's an eleven to one. So if you put five on, you win. Can I just 60? say, Rob told me the other day that he's you've like bankrupt him. He's got five left in his account following your bets. It's <laughs> not my fault. We said gamble responsibly. <laughs> So no, this will be a f- we're gonna go fourfold for the weekend because I think both times now we've been one off so with the five. So we're gonna lower down the expectations All right, build up. for eleven to one. So if you wanna do five, there'll be well, I can't count. Well, well, be sixty odd maybe. Got a bit of breaking news here. What? what? Hola España. Guess what? I'm coming back. He was going to Spain. What? Where did he go into? I don't know. Apparently he's transferring. Apparently valid the leader in for him. <laughs> Hey? This is mad. Sky Sports just tweeted it. All right, Sam, continue your bet. Anyway, we'll continue. continue. Oh, sorry, right. it's after. So fourfold, eleven to one. If you put a tenner on, you get one hundred and ten. If you put a fiver on, you get half of that, and um, whatever that is. Right, West Ham are at home to Newcastle. West Ham need to win because they've been a bit inconsistent, and I think they'll probably be the weekend they get back to winning ways. Brighton at home to Norwich. Norwich have been in really poor form. Brighton haven't been great, but this kind of game brought you Brighton normally tend to nick a result in. Cardiff are at home to Birmingham City. Um, so, yeah, I think Cardiff need to bounce back after the Swansea defeat. Neil Warnock will have them up for it. They've been really good at home. And then Coventry at home to Accrington Stanley. Jesus. There you go, Rob. Oh, have faith, mate. Keep the faith. Oh, yeah, keep the faith. You'll keep get, the faith to the end of the back. season. I promise. You won't. I promise. He will stop betting if this one doesn't come in. Will he? Yeah, because he's he lost too much money. How much has he lost? I mean, to be fair, I've only put 10 on. He's only lost oh, a tenner through me. But yeah, he, he, it's right, Rob. Uh, mate, if we win, if we win this weekend. We're up. What was, we're up. We're in. And if we, you know what, if we win this weekend, Rob, we'll get you on the podcast. We'll ring you up. Nah, we'll ring you yeah. up, and uh, Sam will deal with all your complaints when we win. I'll be accepting his praise. I'll be like the genie in the bottle. Genie. But yeah, there's your genie. there's your oh, fourfold. You well, okay, so what about Ebra? This is mad. Okay. Who, who's he going to go to in Spain? I don't know. Uh, I mean, he wouldn't go. He's got to be a club that can afford to pay him. So Atletico Madrid, good for FIFA. <laughs> You sure she's not trolling? No, he's just. No, it's on Sky Maybe he's going on holiday. I was thinking that. He's got a villa. Who would he go to? Well, who needs a striker in La Liga? You can't see him going around. Because he can't be a backup striker, can he? He's either. Barca? Could he go back? No, I I think it'll be lower lower down. Someone said Real Valladolid. I don't know if it's trolling. That's who Ronaldo owns. They're like second league. Valencia? They've got no money. Atletico? I don't know if it'll be. 
could be ma- he'd could only be, go uh, La Liga could be like Seville Maj- uh, Atleti it's got to be a club that can afford Bilbao, it Bilbao no but they don't, they don't they only sign Basque players mm. it's got to be people who can buy can afford his wage remember I or is he only going on loan to be alone. To be bought, I think we go. That's mad. Because I, it, it didn't say that he was very happy. I know um, the Galaxy lost to LAFC. Yeah, he said LA. his agent said his uh, his time was done. So makes sense. But everyone thought he was going to go back to Italy or Prem. That'd have been nice. Weird. Or have but, uh, yeah, that's the first bit of Game of Thrones breaking news. Breaking really. news. Apparently going I mean, it won't be Spain. breaking when you hear it. But no. <laughs> but it's interesting at least for now. We report it first. Uh, yeah, you Game of Thrones sources. Sky Sports never happened. Right, I've got a nice quiz. Okay, are okay. we doing it single player? Oh, it's got to be individual because Tom Harris is a snake. I assume we're not doing COD. Oh, uh, we're going to tell you what we've got to because this is our childhood. Call of Duty. This is so our nostalgia. Modern Warfare's back. Woo! COD. We just all got the new COD, and it's nothing to do with football. I suppose FIFA is, but it's like all we're doing in the house now is someone's playing squad battles on FIFA. Someone's playing COD. It's like 2012 all over again. It's beautiful. It's like the good old days. It's yeah. like going home from school at 4, 4, 15, yeah. turning on the Xbox, getting your headset on, having a little half-hour break for chicken nuggets and chips at some point for dinner. <laughs> exactly. Nothing's changed. Well, we, we, changed. Were, we, were, we were enjoying it yesterday, weren't we? We went on. Yeah, well, at the start, you were. We got and then we massacred hit the at the end. And then we hit the wall. Yeah. Get going on that map with the cave. I, 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 I started okay. loving the cave map. Then I, I started hating cave. it. No, I love the cave map. It's the best map probably. When people there. are good at it, though, it's just... I just played it for too long yesterday. Yeah, my head went. I, it I played it solidly out, without going on because I ate my dinner while I played it. I played it from half one in the afternoon till ten in the evening, Jeez. and my head went in the end. Seventh prestige on the chase <laughs> on the chase to for the KD. What is yeah. everyone's KD? What's what's all like? Zero point nine nine. Mine's like one point nine. I think five, three five now at the moment. My aim for the end of the day is to get back above one. I'd, I mean, yeah, my, it, it if was you would like road. to help me uh, carry the Game of Thrones, uh, let me know. Please sign up wow. because right, the, uh, the carry job is real. Just, I'm just coming back from injuries. Can't injury, say that so when you avoid the FIFA tournaments because you're. Yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah. So, hey. mate, have you beaten any of us on FIFA yet? Sam, mate. All right, Sam's got red grease with the most bollocks I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> Sorry, it's have, actual bullshit. How, how many times have we played each other on FIFA? <laughs> like three. <laughs> no, we, say, we mate, played three do, tournaments. Mate, you do bowl, You do now bowl the FIFA tournaments. Yeah, mate. Why would I go and lose? Well, it's fun. Yeah. In the first year, I turned up and took my beating like a man. In my own backyard, normally. In his own bedroom. With his girlfriend um, there watching. Yeah. I mean, that just sounds very unpleasant. Well, yeah, for, then we played you. FIFA. <laughs> Mad. Shout I out, Catherine. Think, I just think maybe you should, you know, not be such a little bitch and come wow. to FIFA. You've got to come to the next one. Take your ass whooping like a man. Me and Ed on 4 each. All right, it's got to be on PS4, so mate. I'm not having Even this. I've got one. I'm not having this. I think it, I've got five. All right, we'll have it on PS4 then. <laughs> yeah, PS4 tourney. I'm done It'll be funny when Matty still loses. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. We haven't had a PS4 tourney yet. Yeah, but then Matt, you bring your controller, Matt. I've got mine. I definitely won't be able to shit out a win on the PS4. I've done my four. Ed and I play on away consoles. All of uni. All right, well, we'll go to your console, Matt, and I'll beat you in your own backyard. All right, place your bets. How are you away from home? Right, d- deal. Bear in mind, look, Matt's never won a tournament game. Tom's got experience because he well, played Well, I beat Tom, I beat Tom. Wait, did yeah, you? You were already Yeah, bottom. in the, in the tournament, you already lost five. A win's a win. Yes, Matt, your performance is just poor. There's I mean, it's still there. one more win than uh, Watford had this season, oh. so that's all right. Oh, same. That's still one more than... Oh, I've bottled it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's guys. Oh, it's the You bottle. should get some glasses and go specs here <laughs> All right, regardless. I was going to say that's still more than any Man United games you've ever been to. Yeah, I couldn't probably. spit yeah. the words out. Yeah. Right. Got that in the end. But yeah, Call of Duty's out. Yeah, COD's good. Good game. Good COD's game. out. What's very campy. Get, very campy. What's a better franchise? Compared to franchise is difficult because some of the games are... COD's a better game. Some of the COD's are trash. The COD franchise is absolutely horrific because it's just the same game every year. You've the same with FIFA. No, it's made by three different developers so they can cycle. And the COD They know that, but COD are trying to release, like, pretending it's... I think Call of Duty is a better game. What is your favourite Call of Duty? Because then we can compare the... Modern Modern Warfare 3. Black Ops 3. Black Ops 2 for me. Modern Modern Warfare 3. Them four back-to-back. Black Ops 1, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare 3 are the best four games. Then what is the best... Or arguably the best FIFAs? Uh, FIFA 12, FIFA 12, yeah. I mean, it depends what you want it for. Do you want it for FIFA 12 is my favourite. I think FIFA 20 has actually got potential. Yeah, it does. They just need to patch stuff. Yeah, certain patches. And the career mode's actually better than it's been for like oh, four it's years. It's but just coming home from school, being able to like, you know, go on FIFA for a bit, go on COD yeah. for a bit. Keep I was just saying this. It's like when you get annoyed with one of them, you just go on the other. Yeah. That's the best thing. And do no work. Do absolutely no uni work, yeah. Exactly. And cry a little bit. Quiz time. All right, quiz. Quiz. I've got a quiz here. 
I've got a few, like, there's a couple of easy ones that I'm hoping people are going to get to get points on the board. And then there's a couple that are just going to be frustrating for you boys, I reckon. Right, okay. So we'll start off with an all white one. Okay. Are we doing individual quiz? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so from 2004, 2005, you played for Vittoria. Yes. Two appearances, zero Good goals. The club. 2005, you're not known to Kawasaki Frontale. Nine appearances, easy. one goal. You said easy. I said all right, this one. Okay. 2006, 2008, you went to Kawasaki Frontale permanently. He made two appearances without scoring. 2006, you went to Consadole Sapporo. 38 appearances, 25 goals. 2007, he went to Tokyo Verde on loan. Kagawa. 42 appearances, 37 goals. And that was a loan? Nah. 2008. Tokyo Verdi, 13 appearances, 7 goals. So he's quite, he was quite good Song. for them. Nah. Ooh. Part two, no, he was playing for 2008-2012, he played for Porto. 99 appearances, 54 goals. Why is he striking? Fuck out, no. No. Martinez? No. Um, oh, Abu Bakr. This is it. 2012-2016, he went to Zenit St. Petersburg. Hulk? Yeah. Uh, oh, I knew it. You signed Hulk on FIFA the other day. Yeah. That's uh, why you've done it. What a career he's had. He started, he's gone everywhere. He really has. He has, indeed. And never came bag. to the prep. Yeah, good, good start bag. that, Matt. Love good that, start. love that, boys. I said it was the Zenit bomb. Because Porto, it could have been anyone. Yeah. Secure the bag. All right, we've got an easy one here. 2003, 2013, Lille. 200, 233 appearances. Hazard. 16 goals. Oh, is it a goal kick? Wait, hang on, hang on. Where, sorry? Lille. Oh, what, what year? 2003 to 2013. Giroud. No, 2013 to 2014. <laughs> Newcastle United, 43 appearances, one goal. Oh, oh um, Tovan, to Tovan. 2014, what? 2018, Arsenal, 13 appearances, one goal. Oh, 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 oh I forgot the name. 2016. Oh, no, I forgot his name. Bordeaux. I forgot his name. <laughs> oh, oh, Shabak. No, it's not Shabak. Alia. 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 Oh, that was so the good. Worst I've ever seen the quiz. Oh my god, that was, that was rather heavy. I knew you I got it. The panic. The panic. Someone play that back. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness, me. Debushi. Oh. Right, yeah, massive oh, Debushi. Because he, he plays. Oh, like Debushi. He's such a good player. He played 233 games for Lille. You wouldn't mind his primer. Um, I'll see right back now, would what, you? No. What, what Lille players they would think of? Hazard. Salomon yeah, Kalou was in there somewhere. Hazard. I knew through Kalou. It was the goals, because he scored quite a lot of goals in them, so I was thinking. Yeah, yeah that, that put me off. I was thinking, there's no yeah. way he's defending. Oh, Newcastle. All right. I knew he said Chet Tiote, but he never went to Arsenal. Okay. He knew rip rip the goat. We got another. Oh, God, yeah. We got, we got a tough one here. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right, 1996. Oh, dear God. To 1998. Casarano. Guilfi Sigurdsson. 57 appearances, <laughs> 19 goals. 98 to 2002. Tenorana. Oh. <laughs> 120 appearances, 32 goals. 2002 to 4, Juventus, 25 appearances, 8 goals. 03, 0, and this was on a loan the season before. 0203, Perugia, 34, 10 Good goals. Time. 2004, 2005, Fiorentina, 35 appearances, 11 Tony. goals. Oh. 05, 07, Juventus, 0 appearances, 0 goals. Brilliant. 05, 07, he went on loan to Benfica. 39 appearances, 14 goals. I ain't gonna know. So he could be a winger or striker. 2007 to 2013. Palermo, 165 appearances, oh. 74 goals. Bibiani. 2013 2015. Lecker. Wait, wait, go back in. What was 44 it? 44 appearances, 17 goals. What's that? Oh, what's Dimitari? No, He's from 2015. He just played for Bukakara, 11 appearances, 6 goals. Wait, what was it? The one before that, after Juventus, the like the, the really bad stint. Benfica on loan. Yeah, and then Palermo. Then, then and how long was it Palermo for? Uh, two thousand seven to two thousand thirteen. And how Palermo. many goals? This goals. One hundred and sixty-five appearances, seventy-four goals. So he's definitely a striker. Palermo, Carl Lafferty, mate. <laughs> no. And then where? So Palermo, and this is the back end of his career. Oh, um, Cassano. No. No, it's a shout though. What nationality? Italian. Jesus Lord. It's got to be a striker. Quagria, right? No, he's no, still playing, isn't he? still playing. Did he, how many games did he play for Italy? Uh, I'll have to get that up. He's a striker, and obviously one who's never quite... All right, but this is a... He's probably like their fourth choice. Who was in their World Cup team? Is he a... No. Right, so he played 10 uh, games for Italy, two goals. Brilliant. 
And it was Palermo 08 to 12. And that was 03, 04. Yep. Oh, fuck. Oh, Matisse. Oh, who, who did they have up front? Nicolay. Yeah. Oh, shout! Bye. Thank you for saying oh, FIFA. Cheers. FIFA made me think. Yeah. You said FIFA. That's on fire. Fabrizio and Nicolay. Oh, have you got a tiebreaker just for fun? Yeah. I mean, Matt this one's a bit easier. Unless oh, okay. I get it. Unless I get it. Hey, then it makes it two all. I think it's my quiz next week anyway. I'll have to get another winner, innit? Joe gets it. I'm never going to get to do one. It'll be 2-2 two, two if Joe gets this, so yeah. I'll have to get another one. And if it's a draw, and then I'm in, because technically, I'm that's the only fair way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. Do, 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 Here do, do. we go. Here we go. 95 to 96. Utrera. 30 appearances, 5 goals. Who? Who? Utrera. 96, 97. Sevilla B. 17 appearances, 3 Good goals. God. Great player. 97, 98. Levante. Pires. 34 appearances, Pires. 6 goals. <laughs> 98 to 2000. Mallorca. 63 appearances, 4 goals. 2000 to 2007, Arsenal, 159 appearances, 7 goals. 2007 to 2009, Portsmouth, 25 appearances. Oh! No. 2010, Cordoba, 5 appearances. Oh my lord. That's him. Blake, oh, uh, Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. I said it first. Oh, we got to go, no, go on a tiebreak. What was that? Who, who said, uh, well, well, I, no, said I heard Matt. Oh, what? I heard the L. Come on! I'm out of here. He's done well there. Sam stormed out. <laughs> Sam's gone. I mean, Sam, you can do the quiz next week if you really want to. No, I'm fine. I'm proud of that quiz though. Where's VAR fun. when you need it? Again, oh, VAR. Go get it. Goal line technology. The VAR, the VAR guy must be Luton. <laughs> oh, well. It must be Tom. Right. You're, someone oh. at five side keeps wearing a Luton Town shirt every week. Why is he still alive? I don't know, mate. I, I, I've, I've told him before that's an ugly shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got him. With the eyes. I got it really hard, mate. Oh, you, he's never going to come back from that. <laughs> anyway. I need to go do some work. I just yeah. go play COD. I want to go get, I go get I some, some shit. food. Yeah, yeah actually true. We're in uni today for two. That'll be good. Three, mate. Three. One, two. All right, well, that's been a very good podcast. Yeah, we really enjoyed that. Yeah, I loved it, mate. Let I, us know about RBP and oh, yeah. I'm still, still tired of that. Was Prime Drogba better than both? No. Oh, All right, find out next time. Find out next time on yeah. the Game of Thrones. Right. Oh, it's really good. Find yeah, out next still, time when we go friend. We'll still be here. We'll be here. We'll be rocking about. That's so, how yeah. I hope you've enjoyed the Amoyal podcast and the normal friends podcast. Yeah. So, I hope you've enjoyed. All the best. Lots of love. See you later. See you. Take care, guys. Happy holidays.